My dear brethren and sisters, there is a time in our daily readings when we see a word or phrase that strikes us. And it is the phrase that we find in our Proverbs reading for today to be found in Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 10 where we read, The name of the Lord is a strong tower, the righteous runneth into it and is safe. The NIV says, the name of the Lord is a fortified tower. And in this we can easily picture a tower, perhaps high on a hill, that has thick walls and an enforced door. A tower that provides safety for its inhabitants, which of course is the point of this proverb. What a wonderful analogy, dear brethren and sisters. And it is this theme of God's name being a strong tower which I wish to base my exhortation on this morning. In biblical times, a person's name was synonymous with his character and gave lots of information about them. For example, Jesus means saviour because he shall save his people from their sins. It is therefore expected that God names, means and titles will give us much information about him. When the Bible speaks of the names of God, we can then understand that references to God's character as being merciful, gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. Dear brethren and sisters, the righteous take refuge in these. David is a great example of someone who knew God as his refuge. At different points in his life, he was on the run from people who literally wanted to kill him, but he always found safety in God. An easy way for us to make God our refuge is to simply ask him to be. For David said, pour out your heart to him. This is what David did all the time. He poured out his heart to God about what he was going through through on his life and asked God to help. When we turn to God for help or protection, we begin to know him as our refuge, our strong tower. The psalmist also says, Thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. The words bring before us a picture of a capital or central fortress in which, at times of danger, the surrounding population could take refuge. However, a rich man's strong city and high wall are in his own conceit and fails him in time of need. In Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 5 we read, Wilt thou set thine eyes upon that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away as an eagle 
toward heaven. There is a very strong contrast then in these two verses in Proverbs. On the one hand, we have the name of the Lord with all its depths and glories. And on the other, the rich man's wealth. Two fortresses, one which is solid rock and the other flimsy canvas that you could put your foot through. The character of God then is a refuge for the righteous, but the rich man feels that his wealth may afford him comfort. If he is attacked in law, his wealth can obtain him an advocate. If he is insulted in the streets, the dignity of a full purse will help him take revenge. If he is sick, he can afford the best physicians. Should famine stalk through the land, it will avoid his door. Should war break out, he can purchase an escape for, for his wealth. Is a strong tower. The expression that God helps those who help themselves is not found in the Bible. God never calls on us to do it ourselves or even try to do it ourselves and then let him step in. God wants us to turn to him for help. However, there is a condition here. For the Proverbs say, The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous runneth into it and are safe. Not anyone can run into it and be safe, only the righteous, only those who always try to be right with God, according to his standards. And it is not someone who thinks they can do it their way. Throughout the Psalms, which we have recently finished reading, constant reference is made to the nearness of God and his readiness to help his children. This idea is expressed in various ways. God is a hiding place, a shield. He is a rock, a shade, a fortress, a strong tower. Our refuge and our strength and a present help in time of trouble. He is compassionate like a father, a shepherd who leads his flock by still waters to pastures green, who protects them even when they pass through the valley of the shadow of death. What a loving father we have. So how do we run into this tower surely by calling on the name of the Lord and we read read of this in Joel chapter 2 and verse 32 let us turn to this Joel chapter 2 and verse 32 here we have the prophecy of the imminent invasion of Judah And in the last events before the terrible day, we read in verse 32, 
And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Or as the margin says, saved. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord hath said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. Those that are that call on the name of the Lord were saved from those miseries and calamities which were described. They were saved from the impending ruin and destruction of the city, for they knew beforehand, and removed themselves into a place called Pilar, and so escaped being involved in the calamity. God was with those that called on him for protection. He was their strong tower. And so, let us think about strong towers for a few moments. Throughout history, people have always built towers to keep themselves safe and to show their enemies how powerful they are. Big structures like the ziggurats in Babylon, the pyramids in Egypt, And even today's skyscrapers seek to send a message about power and the importance of mankind. The Tower of London, founded almost 1,000 years ago, was originally designed to impress on the locals how powerful their new Norman overlords were. It took its present shape by the 13th century and, and, and over the following 800 years has served as a prison, an armory, a treasury, the home of the Royal Mint, a public record office, and the home of the Crown Jewels of England. Despite being besieged several times, it has never fallen, and control of the tower has been a symbol of who really controls the country. In Bible times, or yes, in Bible times, towers or other fortifications were very important. Without modern weaponry, a fortified building was very hard to defeat. It was common in times of war for people of a town to withdraw to their tower, as it was easy to defend and in many cases impregnable by attackers. King David wrote in the Psalms, in chapter 61 and verses 2 to 3, From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee, when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for thou hast been a shelter for me, and a strong tower from the enemy. King David wrote these words when he contemplated the many difficulties that had happened in his eventful life. He had confronted the giant Goliath. He had fought many battles and he had even had to flee from his son Absalom, who tried to take the kingdom from him. Yet God had preserved him in all these distresses. He had taken him from being a shepherd 
to make him king over Israel. God protected David because he trusted in God. Dear brothers and sisters, just like David and the faithful people of past times, we need to choose the right strong tower and approach it correctly. However, in the perilous times in which we live, many still choose to run away from God. But what a great comfort we have. When we have no strength on our own, we need a hiding place, a place of protection and security. When we need a refuge from the storms around us, we can run into our strong tower, the name of God. There is a very interesting account from the book of Judges where the people literally ran into a strong tower for safety. After the death of Gideon, Jerubbaal, one of his sons Abimelech, was appointed king by the people of Shechem. Abimelech then killed 70 of his brothers, all the sons of Jerubbaal. After three years of reigning over Israel, a revolt was sparked in the land. Abimelech took his forces and began quenching the rebellion, killing men and women along the way. This finally ended in the city of Thebes. The city had a strong tower and the people ran into the tower and were delivered through remarkable circumstances. Let's read of this in Judges chapter 9 verses 51 to 56. Judges chapter 9, verse 51 to 56. But there was a strong tower within the city, and thither fled all the men and women, and all they of the city, and shut them, shut it to them, and gat them up the top of the tower. And Abimelech came unto the tower and fought against it and went hard unto the door of the tower to burn it with fire. And a certain woman cast a piece of a millstone upon Abimelech's head and all to break his skull. Then he called hastily unto him, unto, unto, unto the young man, his armour bearer, and said unto him, Draw thy sword and slay me, that men say not of me, a woman slew me. And his young man thrust him through, and he died. And when the men of Israel saw that Abimelech was dead, they departed every man unto his place. Surely, dear brethren and sisters, this record in Judges provides us with an understanding of what it means to run into a strong tower. It was their final refuge from certain destruction. The city walls had been breached. Their only hope for deliverance was in the strong tower. And in the tower, 
they received their deliverance. King David, being a man of war, understood the security, the safety from having a strong high place of defence. Yet David, his true place of refuge, was not in a physical structure, but his stronghold was in God. In 2 Samuel chapter 22 and verses 2 and 3, David says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverance. The God of, of my rock, in him will I trust. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower and my refuge, my saviour. Thou savest me from violence. We know that God is a refuge for all those that are willing to put their trust in him. The nation of Israel forgot their God. They did not have the attitude of David. Instead of putting their trust in him, the nation sought every avenue possible for their help. Sacrificing to all manner of idols, to gods they didn't know, to whatever became the latest rage and popularity. We also think of King Solomon, the author of most of the books of Proverbs, Ecclesiastes and the Song of Solomon. And he knew something about putting his trust in the Lord. But he wasn't a great example of righteousness. He ended up with 700 wives and 300 concubines, most of them foreign women, who he married as signs of peace treaties with other nations. These women eventually turned Solomon's heart away from God and he failed to put his trust in God, his strong tower. What of us? Strong towers were mainly built with the foreknowledge that there would be a difficulty and danger ahead and that the tower would stand between the danger and those needing protection. Dear brothers and sisters, so it is with God and his people. His name stands between us and danger. With his protection, there is no need to stay and hide, but to stay and be bold. God will always be there for us. Whatever trials and tribulations we are going through, if we run to him for protection, he will guide us through the storms of life. What is so wonderful is that God has provided an open door into his, his tower. And that is how we run into it. For the verse in Proverbs says, The righteous runneth into it and are safe. Jesus is at the door and he is the only way in. As we have said previously, we need to approach the right strong tower and approach it correctly. Only through Jesus can we approach our Heavenly Father in prayer. He 
is our door. Jesus said to the church in Philadelphia, Behold, I have set before thee an open door. Surely, an open door speaks of opportunity, the opportunity to seek refuge, the opportunity to be saved from the perilous times that are coming upon the world. The door is still open to all, but soon the door will be shut and all opportunity for mankind will have gone. Thinking about doors, dear brethren and sisters, we know it is just as easy to leave by a door as it is to enter in by it. And it is indeed a sad fact that some who enter do change their mind and are free to leave. There is only one door to the Father. Each one of us have made the decision to enter into the strong tower. God does not drag us over the threshold. We are all given a chance and a choice. However, God is not willing that anyone should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He desires the welfare of us all, that we should live and not die, but he does require some action from us. When Jesus was describing to his followers God's never-failing interest in his children's welfare, he told the story of the prodigal son. The father's pain when the son demands his portion and his rights. This echoes God's own hurt when men and women wish to strike out on their own, heedless of his ways and his loving care. The parable, the father's consent, watchfulness, watchfulness mirrors God's. Whoever waits to receive back those sons of his who have gone astray and who can be covered by the clothing for sin provided through the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. The sacrifice of Christ brings before us the great love of God. Through the sacrifice of Jesus, it is possible for our sins to be forgiven. The barrier between God and ourselves is then removed and we can be brought close to him. Having accepted God's invitation to become his children, we have become bearers of his name. If we are truly members of the Lord's family, we cannot, we must not, bear that honour in vain. Our sharing of his name must not be empty. Our lives are his possession and we should display in our lives the characteristics of his name. He should be merciful, glorious, long-suffering, abundant in goodness and truth. Our dear Lord and Master, who we are to remember now in the emblems before us on the table, 
displayed all these qualities in his life. His father was his strong tower, who he turned to in his time of need. Dear brothers and sisters, let us then stay close to God. Let us always run to our strong tower, for we know he will always protect us. Very soon, the world will witness a time of trouble such as never was. And only those found sheltering under the shadows of God's wings will be protected from the storm. The brethren and sisters, the name of the Lord is a strong tower for you and for me. Let us remain in it and be safe.